now? How'd you get started in music? Oof. Uh, I've always been a musician. Um, you know, when I was little, I used to mess around on piano, um, you know, playing Beethoven and um, classical pieces and on my keyboard and trying to learn how to how to put chords together. And so I remember um, just really being in love with finding uh, like a rhythm on the piano and, and just, uh, I always wrote lyrics too. So I've, even before I was writing songs, I was writing a lot of poems as well. So I would sometimes just come up with my own little jingles and songs and then I would, you know, act them out myself. And then I would put on a whole production. Uh, I would write out plays and so uh, that kind of went into doing more public performances, um, starting to really pen out my songs. Um, I detoured for a little while. I did. Uh, I went for a fine arts degree and I did architectural design for a couple of years. And then I worked in the commercial industry doing commercial buildings for about 10 years before I even finally made that jump to do music full time because that was always my passion. But I think I don't know, sometimes life just kind of like takes you off the, the, the beaten path a little bit and then it, it reminds you where you're supposed to go and, and it allows you to grow in a certain direction that you might not have and gives you like more skills to equip yourself with. So I think from there, it was just like spun off into um, being a musician. Right, right. That's awesome. What advice would you give someone who may have you know other passions as well like yourself in architectural design and want to get into you know being a musician or acting or just in entertainment in general like what steps of advice would you give them i would just say um that if you really want to be good at something you need to devote a lot of time to it so if you are going to have multiple passions just make sure that you quadrant your time to really give a lot of energy and thought process and I think you can have multiple passions. I don't think you have to like sell yourself to one and you don't have to do everything at once. You can, if you want to, but some people work different. Some people need to be like totally zoned into something to be able to, to get it where they want to the level they want to go. I've always been like a multi potentialite. Like I like to dip my, um, myself into different ponds and it, yeah, it all, it all feeds in one basket, so to say. Yeah, so I would just say, do what feels right to you. If you feel like you want to be five things, if you can manage them all and do them all, then just be patient with yourself and allow yourself to, to figure out the flow so that you can be happy. Because it's all about being happy. It's not really about anything else than that. You know, you could have a hundred like passions or you could have a hundred hobbies, but if they're not really giving you joy, if they're just things to pass the time, um, then, I, then I would say find the things that give you the most joy and like focus on your top three and let those really creatively fuel you to inspire other people and to keep in growing in your own self. Right, right. What was the best part of that transition for you? Just the, the overall mood factor. I feel like what I was doing before was really technically challenging and it was also very, um, it was also very for like the detail oriented side of who I was. Cause I think I, I'm kind of, I have like that duality of like the technical and the, the, the right and left brain. And I need to be able to use like both of those in order to keep creating. So I think what was nice was allowing myself to step away from just being one thing and allowing myself to do other things that 
made me happy, maybe more so happy, but music has always been the thing for me that even if the world was to fall away, like music would be the thing that keeps me sewn together. So I don't think I can say that, that about anything else that I do other than music. Right, right. Let's talk about one of your latest singles, your latest free time. How'd you come about with that one? Um, that's actually, well, it started with um, the artist Harry Vado, uh, Harry Vado, sorry. It's funny, I actually, he, I'd been calling him the wrong name for like ever and then he never corrected me. And I was like, how can we be working together all this time and you didn't tell me how to pronounce your name? Right, so, yeah, um, you guys collab on a few uh, different records, right? Yeah, we put out a few. We started with Dreamcatcher and he reached out to me and he had found me somehow online and asked me if I wanted to co-write with him. So we did Dreamcatcher and I loved working with him so much that I was like, hey, you know, if you ever want to work together again, just hit me up, send me a track, like, let's figure it out. And he had something that he didn't know what to do with. And he's like, I love this song, but I don't know like what to do with it. So he sent it my way and I was like, oh my God, this song is fire. Like, I really want to I just really want to play with it. You know, it's like, it's a very short song. Like free time is under that three minute mark. And it's like, the challenge is like, how can you, how can you say something really meaningful and fun and make people want to lose themselves and dance and feel amazing um, with, with like just a, a limited amount of time. So I love the challenge of free time. I thought it was, it was just a cool way to, to build out a song that had sections rather than uh, verse, chorus, verse, chorus. Like I wanted each part to feel like it had its own personality within a short amount of time. So that was cool. Facts, facts. Yeah, so I mean, that that relationship kind of like was found online, which is crazy yeah. now. It's like a new type of thing where you can find different artists online and just collaborate from there. Have you two had a chance to perform the song yet? No, um, I feel like because of the circumstances that we met within this COVID period and he lives in Canada and I'm here and I think he's been trying to get down here but the restrictions there have been a lot more uh, stringent than yeah. um, here so um, when he does come here I would love to like book some performances with him because I feel those are just really they're just so much fun to sing and and to to get people involved and um, I have like the whole thing in my mind already so once he's able to get out here I'd love to perform with him right right yeah canada is an amazing place i mean i think they have a festival happening right now called metro metro this whole thing but it's a super big festival i was actually thinking about going it looks amazing. oh nice but you're based out of uh nyc right Are you i was born there California? but i'm based in la you're so born i was born in new york but i live in la nice how long have you been living in la now since 2018 so it's not too, not too, I'm pretty new to the town, so. Right, right. Yeah, that was like right before the pandemic started. What was that transition like coming from NYC to LA? Was it more laid back for you or? Um, I think because I kind of did a, a drop in at another city, I didn't go like directly from New York to here. I went from New York to the Pacific Northwest and then I came down here. So having like, the dichotomy of like crazy New York City to like uh, Oregon, like it's like, and then, you know, it's like I had time to just decompress, wash away all the stress of like things I was walking away from in the new life that I was trying to build yeah. and allowed me to just see things more clearly. It's like, all right, well, now what do I want to do? 
I want to make new friends out here, new connections. I want to write a new record. Um, you know, Apogee came out uh, 2020. That's an album I started writing right when I moved to Portland. So I wrote those 10 songs with uh, Tim um, in that whole period. And then we spent a bunch of time tracking things out here once we moved out here and playing the songs live because I wanted to hear how they translated in a live setting before we released the record because I wanted to make them as epic as I could and when I get on stage like I start to perform songs differently and I was like oh we could add this part in here and so it was like a nice way right. to build up the songs to be epic and so that was a really cool experience facts facts yeah I mean I've witnessed your live performance it's crazy uh I mean you have definitely have a lot of energy and Thank you bring you. out you know the vocals in the record with your outlives and things like that so um, Thank you. excited to see you perform again who inspired oh. you on stage like who have you seen perform where it was like man I wish I had a stage presence like that or inspired to give a oh. hell of a show like that it's it's fun to perform I I think most artists can agree that they come alive on stage in a different way that they don't feel when they're off stage like I for me it's it's my happy place I, I become the total amalgamation of who I think I am like just as a person as a as a creative it's it's like the ultimate energy transfer between me and someone else facts facts yeah your music is sort of like electro pop like metal type of vibe so I mean where, where did that start like that alternative like genre like could be I mean because nowadays with algorithms and everything like I could pop on your music and I could find similar genres or similar artists within that genre. But how did you originally find your sound through like what artists were you listening to at that time? I, I think finding my sound has just come through writing a lot. You know, it's like you, I have so many influences. I couldn't even tell you how many influences I have because it's just a long laundry list because I love all we, kinds. We need a few. Who are you listening to now? Who are you listening now? To? Who are your playlist right now? Right now, I'm listening to uh, Jerry Cantrell from Alice in Chains because I've loved Alice in Chains since I was in the ni a 90s kid. Um, I'm listening to Amy DeBeer, who's a friend of mine. She's another electro pop, dream pop artist. Right. I love her voice. It's like something out of a fifth dimension and her like her music is like really uh, floaty and, and uplifting and, and mysterious. So I like I like that. I love obviously like Frank Ocean. I'm, I've always got in my playlist. So it's like I have like such a variety um, of artists that um, King Princess I really like too. There's just like so many cool. So it's really hard. It's really tough right now. <laughs> I love so many artists. So. That's right. That's right. Yo, so uh, Whitney Ty, I have a series of questions I'm going to ask you, and you just kind of answer them to the best of your ability. Short answer questions. Okay. All right. So the first question is smash, marry, kill. And you have to smash one, kill one, marry one, hypothetically. And your nominees are Justin Bieber, uh, Tyler, the creator, and Machine Gun Kelly. So smash, kill, and what's the last one? Mary. Mary. Um, and tell me the names of them again. <laughs> Justin Bieber, Tyler, the creator, and um, Machine Gun Kelly. Uh, 
smash Tyler, uh, marry uh, Tyler, the creator, <laughs> um, kill machine. Gun <laughs> That's going to get me in trouble. <laughs> All right. So Mary Bieber. Oh, Bieber was in there. No, wait, I think I put someone else in there by accident. <laughs> I think I like purposely inserted. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll just say, uh, no, I'll say I marry, marry um, uh, Tyler and I guess smash Bieber. Word, that's right. <laughs> Instagram, Snapchat, or TikTok? What's your favorite social media? TikTok. Mainstream or underground music? What do you listen to more? Underground. Singles or albums? Albums. Majors or independent? Independent. Podcast or radio? Podcast. Writer freestyle? Freestyle. Nice. What's your studio sessions like? Are you freestyling in the booth or you writing? Or what's like the vibe? You smoking, drinking, got to have the candles, the the sage burning. What's your studio, what's your studio like? Because I see you got the lamp in the back now. Your tiki talk. Yeah. Um, I do it all in the studio. Like I come in prepared, but I'm ready to also to write on the spot too. I'm really good at freestyling. Like uh, when it, I need to come up with something like right away. I did that with a song recently. I went, I showed up in the studio and like, there was like a whole other part that I didn't hear yet that was added like another verse. And I was like, Fuck, we don't have enough lyrics for this. Uh, and so like within like 20 minutes, I was able to just write out a whole verse that like, it was like cohesive. It wasn't just like, uh, da, da, da. it's like, it was, so I can, I can really under the pressure, but I feel like from going to design school, like when you're taking like 12 credits a semester and you've got like no sleep and you, and you've got to hustle and come up with ideas on the spot because you're not, you're not basically, you don't have time for anything except school. I think it kind of trained me to like be able to act in under pressure situations, which helps as a musician too. That's true. And then as far as mood, um, I love I love when it's kind of like low lighting and or incense going. And I like, I love my plants. Like I love having lots of greenery around and things that make me feel like I'm in nature. That's usually how I roll in the studio. That's right. Festivals or raves? Festivals. Favorite sport? Ice skating. Favorite athlete? That's hard because I, I guess I'm going to say Tara Lipinski because that was what I, I never really, I'm not a big sports watcher. I'm more of a sports player than watcher. So Really? You played sports growing up? I did. I what did. sports did you play? I was a softball player. I was a basketball player. Um, I played tennis. 